Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport News. This is episode 87, recorded January 31st, 2022. I'm your host, Charles Grant. In today's episode, the Locky Award nominees for 2021, Defective Jail Locks, first pick of the SCEC Bylock Exclusive Gen 3, 200k patches are gone, safe cracking in movies, catching up on black bag blog posts, a raffle update, sales, giveaways, and more. You can subscribe to the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. If you don't already have one, you can find a podcasting app at newpodcastapps.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube or Odyssey. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps limit the length of show notes and the amount of links I can post, but you can always find the full show notes with all of the links at thelocksportscast.com. Just add a slash in the episode number, and that will take you right to it start off with a couple of quick announcements. First off, the Locky Awards nominations for 2021 are now closed. Voting begins February 1st, which is probably when this episode will post. Please review the instructions on the page before voting and let me know if you have any problems. Locky Awards live stream date will probably have to change due to my current work schedule. I have no idea what my schedule will be at that time, so I will update you when I know more. Stay tuned to the second half of the show for a full list of the nominees. And on the subject of my work schedule, it has actually become worse than I anticipated last week. I'm now working 12-hour shifts without any days off for probably the next couple of weeks due to another coworker calling out with COVID. The podcast will be affected and episodes will probably be late until things improve, but I will uh, keep trying to get them out every week. It just might not be on time. And iFisk shared this little bit of news on Twitter that I thought was interesting enough to throw in even though I'm trying to keep this episode short. It's titled, Van Zant County Brings Suit Over Allegedly Defective Jail Locks. It's actually an article from 2016. And we were hoping that somebody might have a little more information on what the problem with the locks was. Because not able to decipher it from the public record here. The article said that Van Zant County recently brought a deceptive practices lawsuit against a Manuka, Illinois-based business specializing in high-security detention equipment, hardware, and controls after discovering flaws in its jail locks. A lawsuit filed May 27th, again 2016, in the Tyler Division of the Eastern District of Texas alleges that Midwest Portland LLC designed the model number 1200 jail locks which the plaintiff purchased for its justice center, stating that inmates at the jail were able to use county-issued combs and bedsheets to compromise these locks and open their cells in June 2014. As a result of the locks designed by the defendant, Van Zant County incurred a number of expenses resulting from having to house the inmates in other correctional facilities during that time, and Van Zant County had to replace the locks at the justice center and the only real statement there that gives us any clue is that they were able to use county-issued combs and bed sheets to compromise locks and open their cells. Combs, depending on their, their metal or plastic, could be used in any number of ways. Looking up the details on these models of locks, it looks like they were electrically operated either by solenoid or a motor, depending on the model. They also were activated by micro switches, so it could be some sort of 
bypass that they were able to effect with the comb, or it could be some sort of actual picking attempt. Hard to say. As far as the bed sheets, I came across another article that was entitled Inmate Cost County Thousands of Dollars After Teaching Others How to Compromise Locks. In that article, I'll just read sections here. It said, More than 100 inmates were sent to other jails after one of the inmates figured out how to compromise the locks and started teaching others his tricks. Chief George Flowers is quoted as saying, The control room noticed what he thought was a sheet moving in the hallway, and then he noticed it again. By the time he sent staff down there to it, the inmate had gone back into their cell, but they covered themselves with a sheet so they wouldn't be identified. And what I think they mean by that was that while he was in the hall, he had the sheet on and ducked back into his cell before they could get down there so they weren't sure which of the inmates was able to get out of his cell. Bauer said that 66 doors had the same lock that was compromised. The inmates were able to gain access out of their secured cells, out into the hallway, and then out of the hallway, really out into the parking lot. Fortunately, no one escaped. The jail staff still doesn't know who was the mastermind. They say, you'd be surprised. Some of the people are pretty intelligent when it comes to what they can come up with, what they can build, and what they can destroy, says Flowers. I really wouldn't be surprised. A lot of criminals are actually highly intelligent people, and if you think otherwise, you're in for a rude awakening. Anyway, if you know anything more about that, um, if you have Twitter, pop on there or send an email in here. I would really like to know if anybody has any more information about that model lock and how it might have been bypassed. Moving on to community news. Do Not Duplicate has now been the first to pick all three ASIO bylock generations. Since he now posted a video for the third generation lock in his video number 21, Public First SCEC Bylock Exclusive Gen 3 Picked and Gutted, the description says the final bylock that remained unpicked. Every type of bylock has now been picked at least once. So, congratulations to our bylock slayer, Do Not Duplicate. And uh, head over there and check out that video. Be sure to watch Past the Picking for the Gut. There's a little bit of a surprise in there. And Mr. Paradise posted up on Reddit a post that said, That's a wrap. All 200K patches are gone. He said, All the thank yous are very much appreciated. I'm glad I have been able to provide motivation and rewards for members of this awesome community. I did four big mailing sessions or so of these patches, which Packlock provided, and I shipped worldwide free of charge. I must thank all of you who followed the instructions and hopefully finally received your patch. Everyone was super patient, and I really appreciate it. It was a challenge on my part to not lose or confuse email requests. I do think Packlock will resupply patches, but the community will need to find another member to disperse them. He says, with my busy work, life, and other hobbies, this was fun, but I'm glad it's off my plate. So thank you to Mr. Paradise for all he did in that little program. It was a big motivation for a lot of people to advance to picking a more difficult lock. Just kind of good for community spirit. So thank you very much for the time and money you put into that. Moving on to a raffle update, and this post is actually several days old. But it said, they said that they have now raised $60,262, with 42735 of that being donations from users and the other 17527 being matched donations. 
The subreddit raised $12,079 and the Discord raised $30,656. Again, this post was several days old. It looks like, looking at the site right now, the actual donations are $12,279 from Reddit, $32,771 from Discord. So, very well done, everyone. And I believe by the time I get this posted, the actual raffle donation period will be over. So good luck to everyone who donated. Thank you for being so generous with your donations and good luck. And I've been busy and have been forgetting to check the Tool Black Bag blog. And there have been three new posts since the last time I checked. And the first one, I'm going to totally butcher the name of this place, but it's the vault below the Nutshoes. I don't know. The Hague. Um, Really cool article with a lot of pictures about repurposed bank vault and just really worth a checking out. The next was about HITB Cyber Week 2021 in the UAE, covering their lockpicking village and the efforts that went on there and what happened. And the third is two-in-one for Abus that barely works. It's about a leashy for an Abus and a good breakdown of that. So I'll just leave it to you to go check those out. That's the Tool Black Bag blog. So that's blackbag.tool.nl. Go check out those posts. For videos this week, Mr. Black Magic put out a video on the ASA 700 with Christmas and gin pins and a different style than usual, not using the lock cam, but using some animations to really explain and show how the gin Christmas trees and torpedo pins really interact with the countermilling and all of that. So definitely worth checking that out. And then Beanie A to Z posted over on Twitter a link to a video called Pro Safe Cracker Fact Checks Safe Cracking in Movies by Vanity Fair. And it says professional safe cracker Dave McOmey fact checks safe cracking scenes in movies and television, including Army of Thieves, The Italian Job, The Thieves, The Score, Thief, and Fast Five, and analyzes their probability, craft, and execution. It's a really cool video, and I recommend you go check it out. It's very entertaining to see those movies broken apart piece by piece by an expert safe cracker. So definitely worth checking out. And as far as I can tell, I only have one new uh, Lockpickers United belt to announce. That's H8 Red Flip from the Reddit with a new brown belt. So congratulations to you. Very well done. And uh, looks like we need some more people to work at getting some new belts. So I have something to announce for next week. Over at Speedlocks, we've got some new records and a whole bunch of first records set. New records, the Alpha 1000-35 by John Locke in 2.267 seconds. The Gold D9 by Pow Hound Gabe in 22.05. The Alpha 1035 then again by Pandafrog in 1.702 seconds. And the Asa Twin V10 with Barrels by Farrell in 38.8. And then Pandafrog set a whole bunch of first records for the SOL 2500 series of locks, the dash 15, dash 25, dash 30, yada, 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 all the way down. Also the Alpha 950 series of locks, the dash 45, dash 50, and dash 60, 
and the Alpha 2740-30, and the ABIS T84-30 all have first records set by Pandafrog, Master Lock number 40 by Prince, and 0.867 seconds. That's extremely fast. I wonder what the bidding was on that one. Master Lock number 1 by Jeff and Things in 5.706 seconds. Ace Laminated 50mm by C. Glassy in 2.969 seconds. The Ace Laminated 44mm by Froggy Picker in 16.5 seconds. Fast picking going on over there. Congratulations to all of you. And now it's time to take a quick break. Say thank you to people that made this episode possible. For executive producers, we have the Patreon subscribers, including Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave to be deciphered, Lee Bonds Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, Three Raccoons and a Coat, Sherell, Patty Cakes, Dr. Hogmaster, Clayton Howard, aka Cooltoon, Mog, John Locke, Rat Yoke, Mr. Picker, Cranky Lock Picker, JHP Picking, Bare Bones Lock Picking. And chief content producer for this episode is actually Pandafrog. Uh, other content producers for this episode are Artichoke2000, Beanie, A to Z, Cheryl, Ifisk, Joshua Gonzalez, Michael Gilchrist, Mr. Paradise, Mr. Black Magic, Papa Robo, Picksmith, Pocket Woman, and Tony Verley. Thank you to all of your support, and thank you to everyone who is still watching this show and listening to what I have to say. So please just remember that this show is only possible because of your support. So if you value the podcast, please help support it by sending in your news, links, events, giveaway information, anything you have that's Locksport related. For the time being, the more community stuff you have going on, meetups would be great if there are any happening. I know the the whole COVID thing has put a kibosh on that again. But if you have anything going on as far as community news, I would really appreciate you sending it in. You can send that news into podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other contact methods listed in the show notes, or just mention, tag, or ping me on any social media that you find me on. Don't forget to share the show with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on your favorite platform or a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube or Odyssey. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or Odyssey or the audio version. If you want to donate, uh, you can do so on PayPal or you can subscribe on Patreon. If you support the show with a donation or information I use in the show, I will give you credit in the show and in the show notes. I'm also still looking for Locksport journey stories or stories on starting or discovering joining a Locksport group. If you want to send me feedback, you're welcome to do so. The Locksportscast.com slash contact. Feedback can be kept confidential or I can share it on the show. That's your choice. If you want to share it on the show, just remember to keep it polite, reasonable length, work family safe, not political, and not just drama. Moving on to the Locky Awards nominees for this year, and first off, I'd like to say to be fully transparent, I did disqualify a few submissions for a couple of reasons. First was, a few of the videos submitted were actually from after the new year and thus didn't qualify for the 2021 Locky Awards, but please, those of you who did, keep track of those somewhere for the 2022 awards nomination season. The second set was what appeared to be self-nominations. I know it's not clearly stated that that's not allowed, but the rules in the fact page do say anyone in the Locksport community can nominate any other member of the community. The intention of that is that being nominated by your peers is an honor in itself. The fact that someone valued what you did enough to remember it 
then take the time to register and submit a nomination says a lot about the value of what you contributed to the community. Uh, Self-nominations would just water that down. If you were to nominate your own video, how would you know if anyone else did? You only show up once on the voting register and the nomination sheet. So now that being said, there could always be ways around that. I'm not absolutely sure of the identity of every person that registered and submitted nominations. So having said that, the nominees for this year. In Best Editing, we have Artichoke2000 nominated for Theory of Picking Gin Spool Drivers, Gin Series Part 1, and also his video Mheart High Security Picked and Deconstructed. We have Fish Picks for How to Restore and Pick a Six Lever Lock, Lock Noob for My 1000th Video, Lock Pickers United for Do Not Duplicate Picks and Guts the ASIO slash SCEC by Lock Public First. In Best Audio, we have Artichoke2000 again for the Emmaheart High Security Picked and Deconstructed, Gravity Karma for the Fache 484 Pick and Gut, Lockpickers United for the Lockpickers United Disaster Reel. For Best Audio, we have Artichoke2000 again for the Emmaheart High Security Picked and Deconstructed, Gravity Karma for the Fache 484 Pick and Gut, and Lockpickers United for the LPU Disaster Reel. In Best Lighting, we have Artichoke2000 again for Emhart High Security Picked and Deconstructed, Joe Picks for Gold D9 Picked and Gutted, and SE Lock and Key for DST is Here Pocket Flashlights for the Locksmith. For Best Visual Aids and Effects, we have Artichoke2000 again for The Theory of Picking Gin Spool Drivers, Gin Series Part 1, also the ASA 700 Picked and Gutted, Gin Series Part 2, and of course, Mheart High Security picked and deconstructed. We have fish picks for number 37, how to bypass a magnetic padlock, and lock noob again for my 1000th video. Most informative video we have Artichoke 2000 for the theory of picking gin spool drivers, gin series part one, and Mheart High Security picked and deconstructed. We have HV Logic for China Class C lock gutted and investigated. We have Lock and Kilo, Locksmith versus Lock Sport, my thoughts. Lock Noob, 101 things every lock picker should know. Murloc 68 for Murloc 68 to the Brink, Tension, and Leashy. And Yabende for High Pin Count Lock Tutorial, Strategy, and Everything You Need to Know About Them to Like Them. For most creative video, we have Coxie Picks, Christmas Tip Number One. We have Dustin Windy, Sesquinscriber picking it all wrong. Fish picks for Locksport Unboxing Quiz 2. And Rubber Band for Key Modification Make Your Keys Harder to Copy. In Funniest Video, we have Artichoke 2001 for HV Logic 100 featuring the Cooking Monster. Chris Capoon for Vegemite Practice Session. Lock Noob for Could Real Comb Be a Comb Pick? Lock Pickers United for the LPU Disaster Reel. SE Lock and Key for Leashy Cowboy, official residential leashy training music video. In most impressive pick, we have Bears Back for CL Outsider by J. Gabriel Picked and Gutted. Panda Frog for Lock Picking, Picking and Gutting the Black Belt Fiché Bausch M2I slash M2B Safe Lock. Gravity Karma, Mercy 10-lever pick, 
lockpicking cuber, solving Rubik's Cube in one hand and lockpicking in the other at the same time, and of course, Mr. Paradise with the world's one and only first to single pin pick the unpickable Uema 750. Um, and on that one, he was nominated with two different videos. I've consolidated them into one entry because it's the same basic pick, just two separate videos demonstrating him picking it. So one with a gut. So I'm linking both of those videos in the voting session under one entry. Best out of package pick, we have John Locke for a special ABIS 7240 picked. Lock Noob for Brink's Max Security House key padlock out of the box pick. In most impressive gutting disaster, we have Bosnian Bill for his video 1893 Mother of All Gutting Disasters. We have Brummy Lockpicker, his video 289 Era 6 pin Euro cylinder picked open and another gutting disaster ends up with a bloody finger we have hv logic for unholy night dlp and also for the video dom saturn and we have lockpickers united for the lpu disaster reel under most supportive commenter we have brahmi lockpicker don's locks gaz r joe picks pocket woman and southampton lockpicking club most creative challenge, we have John Locke for the Mile High Locksport Club, Panda Frog for One Finger Picking, and Space Not One for the Vegemite Locksport Club. And in most creative giveaway, we have Hogmaster 13 for Dr. Hogmaster's Sesquinscriber Pick a Lock Wrong giveaway of Dimple Picks and Locks, HV Logic for the HV Logic 100 giveaway. We have Panda Frog for the lock picking one finger picking giveaway and sec filmeth for his 100 subscriber giveaway under best challenge lock we have dmac twice here one for choices and one for snaggletooth down under monkey for frag out and we have panda frog for i'm not sure how to pronounce this the petite whatever here for uh called the smallest challenge padlock we have Peace Weapon for Springy Bastard. Under Best Custom Made Pick, we have Iona West for the Marlin Pick. Jason J for Black Batarang Short Hook. And we had Lambda 2 Custom Picks nominated, but just a link to their generic overall page on Instagram. I just picked one that kind of demonstrates their talent to link to, which is the Narwhal Pick. Picksmith. For Guppy, RWB Custom Picks for Solid Aluminum Partial Tang with Copper Inlay, and the Butcher's Block, and the link was to his video, New Custom Picks. There are a few different picks shown in that one, so I guess take your pick. And under Community Spirit Award, we had nominated Bromi Lockpicker for the way he encourages everyone and responds to all comments, so you know he's reading it. And shows how to DIY so many of your own tools. Gravity Karma. For having worked tirelessly on the LPU YouTube channel. And is always very active, friendly, and helpful member of the community. Legend of the Samurai. For the wealth of knowledge and always trying to help people in detail. Norlin. For his efforts in moderating the LPU Discord and Reddit over the last year. Panda Frog. Being very helpful to the community. 
founding the 1 million Scoville Locksport Club, starting and running challengelock.com, speedlocks.org, and also put a quick raffle pot together for the LPU charity raffle and all of the other giveaways that he runs on his YouTube channel. Pocket Woman for her shout out Monday series and constant support towards the community at large. Rain or Rainder, uh, everywhere at all times in the Locksport community. Best LPU mod by far and is always helpful for great mod work and always being there and being helpful. Starry Lock, he does everything to get new channels noticed, takes the time to host weekly get together, which allows people all over the globe to check in and chat. He has his channel removed twice, but has come back fighting both times, and the community protested to get them returned. Starlock is also so kind and helpful and will help anybody and brings the community together. So some great nominations. If you want to check all those videos out, go to the Locky Awards website, click on the link on the menu that says Vote in the Locky Awards. That will take you to a page that has the instructions to follow to vote and a link to the nominees page that you can click on. And that will give you the full list of all the nominees that I just read, along with the links to click on to take you right to the videos or their page or whatever was uh, listed by the person that nominated them. And starting February 1st, the system will turn on, allowing you to vote for your favorites. But please review all of the the nominees first, make your decisions before you go to the form. The form should allow you to go back in and vote on any that you didn't first time through, but I can't guarantee that's going to work correctly, and I don't want anybody to miss their chance to vote. So please, just prepare your list, look at all the different ones that were nominated, decide who you want to vote for, and then just do it all at once. It would make things a lot easier for everything, and make sure there aren't any mess-ups. And with that, we can move on to sales. So we have, looks like Barebones Lockpicking still has some of their items on sale. Just look for the little green sale icon in the top corner of the item picture to know what's on sale. Matt's Lockpit still has custom-made picks on sale on that site, so you can go check those out. 3dlocksport.com. You can get 10% off if you check out with the code LSCAST10. MakoLocks.com. You can get 15% off if you check out with the code BUYMAKO. UKLockPickers.co.uk. You can get 10% off with the code GIFT at checkout. Moving on to giveaways. Looks like we're down to the wire on Harry Bow's 100 subscriber giveaway, which is being hosted over on Pixmas channel. Make sure you head over there and check that out. A lot of great items being given away there. Panda Frog, Mini Panda Frog 2 giveaway is running currently and will run until the Mini Panda Frog 2 is born. Make sure you get over there and guess the birthday weight and size to get entered in that one. Also, we have the Locksport Viking 100 subscriber giveaway. That one closes on the 13th of February. Mr. Blackmagic's Lockmagic 500 giveaway is currently running until February 20th. So get over there and check that out. You can win one of those wonderful lock cams and a few other cool gadgets. 
So be sure to head over there and follow the rules and make your entry video. And the last one that I had on the list was Michael Gilchrist Norlin 800 subscriber giveaway. Although I'm not sure it will be open for any new submissions by the time you hear this because Norlin has reached his 800 subscriber level. As of this morning, he was at 808 subscribers. So the drawing should be coming up somewhere here, I believe this week, because I'm not sure exactly which day he went over 800 and the drawing was supposed to be one week after he hits 800 subs. So congratulations, Norlin. And good luck to everyone who entered. And CLK Supplies holds a weekly giveaway, the hashtag LockBoss giveaway. They are a locksmith supply company, so always have lots of good things to give away. So be sure to check them out if you're into giveaways. Remember, this show needs your support. So send me any information you have that's LockSport related. Even if you don't think it's necessarily important, it might just be the bit of information that I need. If not, no harm done. The more information you can send me about what's going on in the community, the better. I really want to get more of a community focus going on. I've been covering a lot of other news stories in the past, but I want to focus a little more on Locksport itself and the community. So thanks and keep it legal.